Hey, you're listening to Don't Make Sense. I'm Dr. Vivian Rodriguez, an educational psychologist, blogger, educator, and coach who loves to talk about style, life, creating, and mental health. Okay, so I started this podcast to create a space to talk about style and substance, to talk about the complexities of being a woman who's authentic and thriving. All right, let's get into it. Domixin, episode 71. In this episode, we're going to be talking about how to get the most out of counseling. As most of you know, I'm an educational psychologist, which means that I've provided counseling for youth um, and kind of to help them access school, you know, and being available for learning. But I've also personally have seen therapists um, in the past. And I think it's just important to make this something that, you know, therapy or counseling, something that's accessible to people. And I know there's a lot of stigma around it. So wanted to talk about what are some tips to get the most out of your counseling sessions if you decide to go and kind of talk a little bit about the experience I've had. And then I have my sister back and she's going to talk about her experience with counseling as well. So let's go ahead and dive in. Haley Set. Hello. Hey. So what I want to talk about today is how to get the most out of counseling. Um, and the in terms of counseling, um, you know, I think it's it's pretty personal in terms of deciding to go to counseling, getting a therapist. I put a question out on Instagram asking about why people think um, folks don't seek out counseling, even though they think they, or they know they need help. And it, you know, I got mm-hmm. some feedback where people were saying, well, it might be because they don't want to be judged or the other thing would be knowing you have to make some changes. So what I wanted us to talk about today is, um, some of that, but also just once you kind of say, okay, I'm going to do counseling, um, kind of what, uh, what can help you get the most out of it. And I did, you know, I did some research. So the National Alliance for Mental Illness, um, otherwise known as NAMI, said approximately 43% of adults in the United States received treatment for mental illness in 2018. So seeking out counseling isn't something that you'd be the only one doing it. There's a lot of people um, getting support, uh, you know, and I'm sure there's probably more of that happening now um, with the current uh, pandemic going on, you know, and then I, I was also kind of thinking like, sometimes we just have like difficult seasons in our lives and, or we've had trauma. So kind of um, just getting some support is, you know, it won't, it won't hurt. Um, and just trying to normalize it. So I'm going to share a little bit about mine and uh, experience. And then, um, you know, then we can kind of just talk about it. So I did seek out count. I've gone to counseling like a few different times in my life, but the time I went and was like really needing it was the end of uh, my, my first marriage. And um, I wanted to talk to somebody because people have their own ideas and perceptions of what you should be doing at the end of a relationship. And I just wanted to, like, I was dying to talk to somebody who wasn't going to go, Oh yeah, you know what? And I'm like, no, this isn't about you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, or just saying crazy stuff. I just wanted someone to like, so I could just talk. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that's, that was my uh, first experience. 
And luckily, I had two different therapists that were great. Um, it, was, it was a great experience. And, and they were kind of like, you know, uh, no, you're good. You don't need to keep coming. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, so I just wanted to kind of, you know, talk about or, or discuss what I learned, um, you know, help me out during that time to make the most out of it. Um, so, I mean, what are your thoughts on the idea of counseling just in general? Well, I think that it can benefit everybody. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I did it years ago. Um, it, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, it, and I did it when I was like 31. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe for, it was like over the course of a year, maybe. Um, and it was like, I don't know. Uh, I decided to do it because at that point I, I was just kind of wondering, um, mm, mm. um, why am I single? And mm. then as I did the counseling, I was like, that's the wrong question. It was, <laughs> just, I came to the conclusion oh, okay. that it was like, who cares that mm-hmm. I'm single? Yeah. Um, and I, I remember that the, um, the, uh, the, the the therapist that I ended up um, choosing, who was really great and super mellow, um, almost every time I'd go, he'd be like, "I don't, I don't understand why you're here." He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "You're you're really balanced. Like, I don't understand." Mm-hmm. So, but it's still really nice just to go and and be able to talk about, um, you know, whatever came to mind, but. Uh, yeah, I, I I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so. I, I and I think um and that's I think that's one of the I would say a hallmark of a good therapist is they'll be like, okay, you're cool now. I don't need to hang out with you. Yeah, I need you know you're you're okay. Um, and I know for me at, when it was time to kind of wrap it up, and I was um at this point I think because I went and then I stopped and I went back again. And I think I I wanted to go to a session because I wanted to tell the therapist like I was seeing somebody and I'm like, um, so should they come here? And she's like, why? And I said, <laughs> no, I said, you know, because just so we can like talk about stuff. She's like, you know, uh, counseling would be good when you're not finding a way to, to have a bridge to communicate and it could help you in that sense. But she said, otherwise, I don't I don't think that you need to do that. You know, and she's like, unless you're just, it's fear. And I'm like, oh, you're right. I'm like, you sure? She's like, you're fine. So, um, yeah, but I, I did kind of was like, uh, you know, second guessing and like, should I just keep showing up? And she's like, no, just you're good. You're good. Um, <laughs> so some of the things that, you know, I, I uh, kind of researched and then I, I agreed as well um, with, with the, you know, these tips was the first thing was to ask for recommendations. Mm. Um. I, you know, I think I just, I asked someone at that agency or I forgot what I, how I found the first one. Um, but then the one that I was seeing, she moved to another office and then the front office was like, oh, you liked her. There's somebody similar to her. Um, so you could do that. But I feel like it's like dating in a sense. Yes. Yes. So right because you you made a point to say or you mentioned that the one you had was mellow mhm 
And, um, and the ones that I had were very calm as well. And, um, you know, active listeners, but pragmatic. I didn't feel like, you know, they were trying to dig deeper than they needed to, you know, yeah. and, and taking things a different direction where you're like, what, what, what are we doing here? Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. No. So. Yeah, no and I, I just wanted to say really quickly that um, I think he ended up being at the very least the third therapist that I um, saw. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. No. Cause I, I went to, cause I, I found him because I just was going, going through, I think a list of, therapists that were um in my area were covered by my insurance Mm -hmm. and so I went to a couple you know to just like um you know went to like one session to try them out Mm -hmm. and I I remember at least going to two before him and being like no Mm -hmm. (laughs) where it was just I just felt so uncomfortable yeah um couldn't wait for the session to be over oh wow yeah and then you're like i'm paying for this yeah exactly versus like i remember going to his office and he was just like i i I think (laughs) one of the things i remember is i I would sit down and he'd be like so what do you want to talk about today you know and it was Mm -hmm. just like just you know you arrive at, at this person's office and like you were saying, he was an active listener, but it it, it didn't. I didn't feel uncomfortable. I felt like I I could talk freely, and um, yeah. Like the other people, I think too. I felt like I was being judged. Like it was just really, mm, it was just like yeah. a really really weird situation. Like it just mm. like you're like you're saying. Like I think there's either chemistry or there's not. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I remember that vividly where I, I, you know, went to these other therapists and was like, okay, no, I don't need to repeat this. Like I need to keep looking for somebody else. Right. Yeah. I, I just got lucky that I had two that were good and I, I didn't have to go, uh, you know, try out other people, mm-hmm. but it, yeah, it's super important that you feel like they're not, um, kind of going a different direction than you where you're like what what's the objective here mm-hmm. um and I feel like if they're mirroring kind of your energy a bit then it's easier for you to to uh kind of feel comfortable to talk more versus somebody who's like you know seems like they're either detached or I don't know yeah so it's it's it really is important to like have the right match. And I was okay with female or male. I know some people would have an issue. So I think you want to think about that, like the males or female energy or, you know, even like race, if that's an issue. Mm-hmm. And um, there's actually like now websites that help you, um, uh, you know, can where you can find or like directories where you can find uh, therapists. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I found um, when I was researching, finding a therapist, it's also, um, it, what I found was that uh, Psychology Today had a piece where they talk about the single best predictor of whether therapy is going to work or not is having a good fit with the therapist. So if someone's not working, you got to just move on because you're wasting their time and your time. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the other thing I was um, reading about was like, you want to say whatever you're thinking without filter, which I think that's hard if you're not comfortable. Once you're comfortable, though, you can kind of just talk freely and I don't know about you, but for me, it felt like a session would be like 15 minutes long because I think mm. I wanted to talk so bad. And I'm like, oh, shoot. 
And then the therapist would do that stand up thing where they're like standing up, like, okay. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I want to keep talking. Yeah. Um, and they're like, <laughs> and then, you know, they stand up and go by the door. Did you have people do that or no? I don't remember. Oh, maybe. No, they both did that. I was like, damn, okay. Yeah, they're like, get out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I was just standing up, going by the door. Okay. And I'm like, oh, wow. But it was fine. I mean, the time was up, you know, but. Um, but if you have, <laughs> that's right. I think if you have a, a therapist that they're really skilled, they'll make connections between like your random thoughts and statements and behaviors and, and kind of like bring to light some things that you maybe weren't thinking about. Like what you said, where the, the, you know, therapist is like, well, that's not even the right question. Like that's not, a, you know, that's not a question when you were mm-hmm. talking about being single and for me, it was more about like, okay, fine, your relationship's ending, but it's more about where, how did you get into the situation you're in in the first place mm-hmm. and being more mindful of that. Um, so again, yeah, it wasn't necessarily like, you know, oh, you're a hot mess, um, you know, for me, <laughs> although I felt like that. And then it's just like kind of like putting things together, you know, where I would go, oh, yeah, that's true, you know. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I was always leaving there like fascinated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yours, how did you end up, um, kind of terminating services or not going anymore? I think I started traveling. <laughs> Literally, I, then I, I'm remembering, I think it was like, I, um, like was out of the country for like six weeks. Oh, you're okay. You're like YOLO. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, you know, I I, I, probably, I think otherwise I probably would have kept um, going to him for maybe like a few uh-huh. more months. But How many months did you go? Yeah, it's, I feel like it might have been a year, but I'm not sure. Okay. Did you go like every two weeks? I think it was something? like every about a year. Um, it might have been every two yeah, weeks. I, I don't remember. Like that was kind of the pace you had. I was going weekly, and then I think it went down to like every other week. And I'm like, really? I really wanted to go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, so one of the other things yes. that uh, I was, you know, I found was that we want to, you want to keep the end in mind. So if you have a, a you know, a therapist that's um, you know, skilled, they're going to want to kind of say, Hey, we're going to be wrapping up. Like we're not going to be indefinitely just meeting. Um, unless you, you know, you have some real significant things to work through, which is fine. But I think people kind of think, Oh my God, I'm going to therapy. I'm going to counseling. Like, Oh my, it's like, well, yeah, but you might not need to go like forever. You know, you just might need Mm -hmm. it now, like a tune up and then, um, you know, not going to have to be doing that. So did you actually, so you just kind of stopped going. Yeah, I just kind of stopped going. Well, he was like, why are you even coming? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like in the beginning. So it was just like, I don't know. I just kept going because it felt nice. Yeah. I feel like you get into into the habit. Right. Um. And it was, it was just, it was mm-hmm. nice. Like he was just really pleasant. Yeah. And you come from um, a family, people who interrupt yeah. and like cut off people. Oh yeah. So yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Yes. So it's nice to just be like, blah, blah, yeah. blah, bleah, and not here. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and you know, nobody. Yeah, and yeah. and you know what? You're like, wait oh. a minute. I was talking. I was speaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So, did you bring any notes or anything, or like, did you? Hmm. This was a while ago, so we didn't have like our iPhone yeah, notes man. and stuff like that app at that time. No, no, not that. I, I, I think I still had yeah. a razor phone. Yeah, I I was a late adopter of smartphones. That is so, true. Um, yeah, yeah, dude. I I think because you were traveling a year. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I if, I think actually like maybe because because yeah, we're talking about like one twenty twelve twenty fifteen. So yeah, yeah. So like I think I like. I don't know, like a year later or something, I got like my yeah. first iPhone, maybe. So, anyway. So did you bring yep. notes or anything? Or did you like kind of come with some, you know, were you mindful of what you wanted to talk about? I was usually pretty mindful of what I wanted to talk about. Like if something happened um, that mm-hmm. week. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Like I, I think maybe I'd like to talk about stuff that had happened at work mm. um and uh yeah like but i i don't remember coming in with specific notes just things and and that i had you know maybe put a pin in during the week um that i felt like talking about that i just i would you know have in, have in my 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 mm-hmm. head like bring i didn't bring physical notes um at least, no, I didn't. I think I just had like ideas of what I wanted to talk about. Um, and then I got homework. Like she'd go this week, I want you to notice whatever, or, you know, no, yeah. yeah. Notice like, I think it was like my workaholic ways, like trying to, you know, like I want you to notice mm. when you're like, Oh my God, y'all do that. It's like, why are you doing that? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, so it was more about notice that. And then when, we come back. She's like, Oh, remember I told you to kind of pay attention to that. Did you notice that? And I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. So like one thing I would say is like suggested folks to like, you know, now that you have your iPhone, your notes, you can put in like how you're feeling. You can like track how the week is going because you might all of a sudden, once you get into the session, I think you have like a sense of relief because you're like, okay, now I get my time, but you might not remember a moment you had where you were really upset or struggling or really stuck that happened, you know, mm-hmm. a few days ago. Um, you know, so, so it's, I think it's good just to kind of make the most of the um, time you have by like kind of noting that somewhere so that you can actually mm-hmm. like work through it and talk about it versus like, you're like, Oh shoot, I don't know. Oh, let's talk about whatever else um, type of thing. So yeah, that's something I was like trying to always remember. Cause I was just excited just to be talking. You know, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. um, yeah. Okay. Then the other thing, speaking of time, the last thing that I was looking up and, um, you know, I, I agree to um, this point as well is that, you know, like time for you is a gift, especially now, you know, with the, the virus and all that. I mean, we, we have, I don't know. I don't feel like I have a ton of time because things like are all blurred together. But I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, when you're working long hours or whatever, you don't have a lot of time to just sit and reflect or sit and kind of like think about your thoughts, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so it just kind of gives you like a chance to like freeze time 
Mm-hmm. Reminds me of like Zach Morris from Oh my God. You remember? <laughs> it's like time I out. A little bit. So he goes, time out or something. And then he like freezes <laughs> things. That's amazing. What would be more contemporary? Probably be like Xavier with X Men, and he's like, you know, whatever the remember this. What's the what's the girl who changes colors and all that? Mystique, Mystique, listen, yeah. Anyway, and he like freezes people. So anyway, but yeah, you just freeze time, and then you just review what's mm-hmm. going on, um, and then you can kind of go, oh, that wasn't good, or oh yeah, I didn't, I didn't, you know. So I feel like that's like a really like a gift, kind of like you know, traveling is is a gift. Being a student and learning mm-hmm. is a gift. I think that time mm-hmm. just to process is a gift. Did I mean? Did you find it? Because you said it was kind of nice. You felt like it was, yeah. You know, like, um, like a. Did you feel relief, or you were just like, this is good. I'm not being interrupted. Um, do you mean like with within a session? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just felt nice and relaxing. Like, it felt like um, kind of like getting a good massage. From what oh, I remember. Yeah. Like, like, like I, yeah, like I like I would leave the session and just feel kind of relaxed. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Are you uh, reminds me of um, Five Hundred Days of Summer when he walks out of the um, into the park downtown LA. Do you remember that? <laughs> It's like he's like dancing. Yeah, the actor forgot his name. Anyway, Joseph Gordon Lovett. Yes, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But wait, wait, but wait a minute. Uh-huh. Isn't that like after he like hooked up? With, I think um, so. Oh summer? yeah, it's not the same as sex. Okay. It's not anyway, the same. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. Okay, but anyway. <laughs> Anyway, okay, we digress. Okay. Anyway, mm-hmm. so so that's kind of it. I, I think that's all. Unless was there anything else you kind of thought of um helped you hmm. get the most out of counseling? Uh, I mean, the thing that stuck sticks with me is just like you know, uh, looking trying different therapists until I found the right person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I know. think that's that's probably again, it's like dating. I think yeah. it's baked in the cake. If you get somebody that you're like, I'm just not vibing with them, um, yeah. even though it's a lot of work, it's worth it to find mm-hmm. the right match because then you can actually do work. You know, yeah. you can actually make some changes. Um, and and it's not like a distraction. Cause I think if someone's kind of not vibing with you, it's kind of a distraction. And then you're like, well, again, I'm paying for this. Yeah. You know, so okay, well. I'm hoping that this will be helpful for people who are kind of on the fence about trying to go to counseling or not sure or feeling, you know, maybe uncomfortable about the idea. I know there's like a stigma uh, culturally to, you know, access support. Um, And what I'm going to do in the show notes, I'll have all of these tips. I'm going to have some links to psychology today and NAMI and, um, you know, like any other little tidbits and pieces that could be helpful for anyone out there that was thinking about getting going getting some counseling um, and then how to to go about doing it. I hope this episode helped normalize seeking out support, going to counseling, gave you some ideas how to maximize your sessions. And all of these tips will be in the show notes and as long and along with the resources from Psychology Today and NAMI. Like what you're hearing? Go ahead and subscribe, 
rate and review the podcast. You can also share the podcast on Instagram and tag me at live by Viv. As far as my music, it's The Croft by Yokim Karud. And everything we talked about in this episode can be found in the show notes on livebyviv.com. Okay, and remember, don't mix in because you don't need to. Mm-hmm.